The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Into the Net FC, and it's time to talk about this week's Champions League and Europa League action. My name, of course, is Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas. And what an interesting week it has been, actually. I mean, to start off, Arsenal suffering the upset loss to Porto. Napoli and Barcelona finishing at a 1-1 tie. Well, not only that, but Atletico Madrid coming up short against Inter Milan and Borussia Dortmund and PSV, well, that 1-1 draw. Now, to start off, well, as far as Inter Milan goes, well, it was certainly quite an interesting game. And, of course, I'm sure that my buddy, Mr. Steve Adams, who, as we know, is a fierce critic of Atletico Madrid manager Diego Simeone. Well, the fact that Atletico Madrid had zero shots on target... Well, that would basically be uh, ideal for, the, for Diego Simeone's tactic critics right there because Atletico Madrid really couldn't get anything going, especially on the attack. Well, seeing the starting lineup, it was great to see Benjamin Pavard in the backfield. I mean, the fact that Inter Milan utilized five midfielders. Of course, you have Marcus Thuram in, in, the, front, in, the, in the front, too. I mean, the fact that both teams used the exact same formation... I mean, you have Antoine Griezmann and Marcus Lorente in the front two. And then you have that, basically that five midfield set behind them. Then they got three defenders. And, of course, they got Axel Witzel in the backfield as well. And then you got Oblak in the goalkeeping position. Man. You know, seeing these stats right there, you know, the, you know it, it just seems like Inter Milan was just basically testing out Atletico Madrid the whole entire time and... And Atletico Madrid really just had no answer at all. I mean, again, zero shots on target. While Inter Milan had five, but Inter Milan scored in the 79th minute, and basically at that point, that was that. Now, keep in mind, it's not over for Atletico Madrid yet. Inter Milan is under pressure because the second leg is going to be in Madrid. So the question is, can Inter Milan get it done on the road? Now, as far as PSV and Dortmund, I really have nothing to say about that one, really, because I didn't, <coughs> excuse me, because I didn't pay attention to it. But you know, both te both teams with a combined nine shots on target, and both you know teams only coming up with one goal each. That's not good. And now Napoli and Barcelona. You know, at my work, I'm actually uh, training another barback who's from Colombia. His name is Juan. He's a very very nice guy. Right off the bat, after he told me he's a diehard Real Madrid fan and he loves the game of football, I told him about this show. 
And what does he do? He pulls out his phone and then immediately subscribes. Ron, since I know that you're going to be listening to this, thank you so much for the support. And just so you know, you're doing a fantastic job so far. Thank you. And hala Madrid, because he is a Madrid fan. So he he basically talked to me about the uh, Barcelona and Napoli game, and I said, well, you know, we could we control Barcelona all we want, but Barcelona is capable of pulling off the win. Now, when Robert Lewandowski put Barcelona ahead in the 60th minute, you know, Napoli had no choice but to respond. You know, I did say my pick was Napoli winning two to one. So when Victor Osimhen equalized 15 minutes later. Well, we certainly had a game, and it still could have basically ended in a win for either team. But unfortunately, we were all we were all relegated to a to a draw. But I should mention that Napoli only had one shot on target, while Barcelona had six. It was slow on Wednesday, so we were able to you know ca- you know catch up most of the game. Barcelona was threatening. Barcelona was threatening a lot, but they could not capitalize on the opportunities. Again, six shots on target, and they only made one count. While Napoli only had one shot on target, and they made that one count. So it seemed that Barcelona was the better team as far as the attack goes, but Barcelona just could not put that ball into the back of the net. I mean, Lewandowski finally did it one time, but it wasn't enough. It was not enough. So, you know, and seeing the starting lineup, you know, you have Pedri, Lewandowski, and Yamal in the front three, then you have Frankie de Jong, Christensen, and Gundogan in the midfield. And you know, and great to see Jules Conde, the French guy, you know, in in the in the backfield as well with Cancelo. So you know, of course, you know, in, in the Napoli side, you know, Na- Napoli just looked so well stacked, especially on the defense. So you know, and you know, speaking of um of Napoli, you know, seeing their status right now in the uh, the Italian Serie A, Napoli's actually not in a good spot right now. Napoli's in ninth place. So now you, we look at the uh, standings of the uh, Serie A. We have Inter, Inter on top. And then you have Juventus, nine points, uh, nine points behind them, and seeing AC Milan at 52 points, that's just really, really frustrating, frustrating right there. And speaking of AC Milan, we'll get to them in a little bit, but man, so Napoli and Barcelona fought it off to a 1-1 draw. It was definitely an interesting game, but I think the best game to talk about on this one would be Porto, man, Porto pulling off the upset against Arsenal, man, and, and the way that that goal. That goal, so spectacular. It happens in the fourth minute of stoppage time. Now, the next game is going to be in London, so Arsenal better get it together. Uh, see, see, right now, Arsenal are licking their, licking their chops because they want to have they, their first Champions League triumph. They really want to make up for what happened back in 2006. And seeing Arsenal's lineup, you know, you know, seeing Porto utilize four defenders, two midfielders, three forwards, and a striker, and the fact that they still have Pepe, the 40-year-old Portuguese defender, I mean, the fact that at 40 years old, he is still starting, I mean, Pepe is doing great, so for a 40-year-old, he still, still, you know, has the high quality and fitness, and, you know, he's still doing great, so, again, but seeing how Arsenal was lined up, you have Martinelli, Trossard, and Bukayo Saka in the front three, and then basically three three forwards and three midfielders with four defenders. 
You have Gabriel Saliba in the, in the backfield. You have Declan Rice, Martin Odegaard, and Kai Havertz in the midfield. Man, Arsenal should have just should have won this game. And if this lineup is similar in the second leg, then there's no excuse for Arsenal. So, so for, you know, for this guy, you know, Gabriel, you know, a, 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 a 26-year-old Brazilian defender, you know, again, you know, Arsenal with all their players like that, I mean, there was really no excuse to why they could not win this game. But he, here's something interesting. Arsenal, Arsenal had zero shots on target. Zero shots on target. While Porto had two. So Porto's defense was just so iron rock solid. I mean, Arsenal had 65% ball possession. You know, all, you know, over 200 more passes. I mean, Arsenal just could not do anything on the attack. Seven shots total, but zero on target. Arsenal's attack was bland. Absolutely bland. Tasteless. Couldn't do anything. And just when we thought this game would end up at a 0-0 draw... Porto scores at the best time. So Porto goes in with an advantage, but Arsenal, believe it or not, are under pressure because of how we saw what Porto can do. Porto can pull off the upset in the second leg. Will they do it? It remains to be seen. Man. Man, Arsenal fans have got to be sick to their stomach, and I mean absolutely sick to their stomach. So an early look in the second leg, of course we got round two between Lazio and Bayern Munich. Then we got round two between Paris Saint-Germain and Real Sociedad, Real Madrid and RP Leipzig, of course Manchester City and Copenhagen. But I'm excited to see the second leg between Atletico Madrid and Inter Milan, Arsenal and Porto, and Barcelona and Napoli. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be glorious. So let's move on to the Europa League now, shall we? Well, I didn't get a chance to speak about the Europa League last week. It certainly broke my heart that Toulouse is now out of the uh, out of the Europa League. Not only Toulouse, but Stade Rennais as well. You know, Stade Rennais really had never had a chance against AC Milan. Now Stade uh, Stade Rennais or Stade Rennes, as you say like that, but uh, Stade uh, but Stade Rennais FC. You know, they actually won the second leg. Won it three to two. But they lose this 5-3 to three on aggregate because in the first leg in Milan, at the San Siro, AC Milan won 3-0. to zero. So, you know, so Stade Rennes, I mean, I'm telling you, I mean, the fact that they, they still picked up the win against Milan, but unfortunately they do not advance. That right there is, is the very, very uh, painful part. I mean, the fact, you know, a player named Benjamin Bourigo. Scored a hat-trick, you know, scored two on off penalties, but still scored the hat-trick. Man. You know, I don't, I don't even know this guy, Benjamin Borigo. Actually, a 30-year-old French footballer. Well, well, he did, he did represent, he did represent France in the under-20, but fortunately never really, never really, never really got a chance to uh, represent the French national team. And he's actually the captain of, uh, of Stade, uh, Stade Rennais, so... Well, good for him, you know, such a beautiful hat-trick, you know, and scoring that first goal, man, in the 11th minute was one thing, because, you know, I said to myself, I mean, right now the only chance is that if if Stade Rennais somehow miraculously won 4-0, to they would be the ones advancing, but fortunately it didn't happen. I mean, Mike Magnon, you know, kind of getting beaten on, on that first goal, I mean, that was pretty, uh, 
That was pretty concerning for me because Mike Magnon is the goalkeeper that's going to be representing France at the Euro this summer. So, now seeing the starting lineup, well, unfortunately, well, I was a little bit bummed that Olivier Giroud didn't actually start in this one. But, you know, Ruben Loftus-Cheek was also on the bench as well. But seeing that, you know, Jovic, uh, Luka Jovic, who actually, a former Real Madrid player, I mean, scoring, uh, you know, scoring that equalizer on such a uh, in such a beautiful fashion... You know, so Luka, uh, Luka Jovic, you know, equalized, and then not, and then after that, you know, Stadrené not long took the lead again, except that was in the second half, and then Rafael Liao equalized again. So, well, Christian Pulisic uh, got the start, and you know, <laughs> I would have, I would have loved to see Christian Pulisic uh, score a goal, but AC Milan advanced to the quarterfinals of the Europa League. Well, unfortunately, Stadrené is eliminated, but. But I'll, I'll tell you all this. Stade René deserves an applause for putting up a hell of a game, for not giving up, and for basically playing their hearts out. Unfortunately, it was not enough. But you know what? They went. They went down swinging. They went without. Get, they they went without you know putting up a fight. They didn't give up without a fight. Is what I'm trying to say. So AC Milan really took that challenge with a grain of salt. And man, I mean, to say that you know they won five to three on aggregate. I mean, Stade Rennes, Stade Rennes, whichever you want to say, they really gave AC Milan a run for their money, especially in the second leg. So, so that's that. So it's good to see AC Milan advance. Now, as far as, well, as, as, as far as I'm concerned, well, kind of look, look, looking at it, you know, moving forward, and we'll see, again, seeing, a, seeing Toulouse eliminated was... Such a well, it it it, it, it it's tough. You know, what, what I'm trying to say, but you know, as, as far as as far as AC Milan goes, I would have to imagine that you know they, they they've got to be the favorites. That they they have got to be they've got to be the favorites. You know, um, you know, moving forward, but. You know, as I'm kind of looking, uh, kind of pulling, pulling up a little bit of my notes, uh, my, my computer kind of briefly, uh, kind of, kind of briefly acted weird, but, uh, I'm just glad I didn't lose the broadcast, but, you know, for, for a se for a second, my mind did actually go blank, go blank, but, you know, but, but seeing, you know, here, here in, the, in, in the knockout stage, you know, you know, really quite some surprises, really quite a few surprises, so. Man, man, oh man, oh man. So, anyway, you know, for a sec, for for a second, uh, well, anyway, kind of losing uh, losing focus a little bit. But the the second draw between Toulouse and Benfica, well, it ended up it ended up in a in a scoreless draw because the first one ended up with a two one win in the first leg. So unfortunately, Toulouse is out. But on a positive note, Olympique de Marseille is advancing, so that's great. And, you know, and today, uh, Roma and uh, Feyenoord, the Dutch club, I mean, the fact that it was 2-2 two two on aggregate and Roma won on penalties, man, that right there, you know, speaks. I mean, not only that, I mean, Lens, uh, so basically we had three French clubs eliminated. Lens eliminated, Stade René, Toulouse. It's very, very unfortunate. It really is. So... Man, so uh, as far as you know, uh, 
as far as those three French clubs goes, again, it's uh, it it it, it really is uh, it, it really it, it really is a shame about you know three three French clubs you know being eliminated. So, but you know, unfortunately, it it is it is what it is. Honestly, at the end of the day, so so right so right now, you know, at least one French club, Olympique de Marseille, is advancing. So, I guess one's better than nothing. Is is, is kind of what I'm getting at. So. So now moving forward, I mean, uh, these other games really, you know, I really not much to talk about. I mean, Marseille against Shakhtar Donetsk. Uh, you know, if, if I'm correct in the uh, in the first leg, Olympique de Marseille actually squandered a two nothing lead. So, so seeing so seeing Olympique de Marseille get the win at home, and uh, you know, man, it, well, you know what? Not not only no, no they didn't actually. Uh, it was actually. When in, in the first leg, Olympique de Marseille was this close from actually taking the win on the road until uh, Shakhtar Donetsk, because Marseille scored in the 90th minute, and in the, in the second minute of stoppage time, Shakhtar Donetsk actually scored a game-tying goal. So, so, so seeing you know, so Sporting, uh, the, the Portuguese club is also advancing. Galatasaray is out, so a lot of interesting things. So moving moving forward, so you know. So see, I would imagine that out of those, AC Milan's got to be the, it's got to be the you know, the heavy favorite. So, but right now, you know, I don't know. Uh, well, I don't know. I really don't know what to expect because because again, uh, again, you know, AC Milan, AC Milan was was my pick to win the Champions League. So. Man, it's it, it's very difficult for me to kind of basically fathom and kind of accept the fact that the the club that I picked to win the Champions League is now in the Europa League, but they're advancing to the quarterfinals. I mean, they're, they can still compete for a major title, but uh, still, I thought that this was AC Milan's biggest chance to win the Champions League, and they let me down. So... This has been quite an interesting week of Champions League and Europa League. Really can't wait to cover it moving forward. So we're going to have to wait till next month. But you know what? It's going to come here quicker than we think. Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, Into the Net FC can be found anywhere you get your podcasts. Here's what I need you to do. Hit that subscribe button and hit that notification bell. That way, I know for sure that you won't be missing out on any exciting upcoming content. Also, Internet FC is now gladly taking donations. But please keep in mind, it's not mandatory. It's totally up to you. Please do not feel obligated to do it. But if you would like to leave a donation, you can do so, and you can find the information in the description of this video. You can do so through Venmo, through Cash App, or if you go on the YouTube channel, The Bear of Texas, and find an episode of Internet FC, you can actually do it through a YouTube thanks. Donations are greatly appreciated, but once again, keep in mind, it's entirely up to you. Please don't feel obligated that you have to do it. It's entirely up to you, but they are appreciated. Thank you very, very much, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good one, and God bless. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. 
Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.